0: Hello. Yeah, good morning. morning. Thank
1: you for having us. Not a problem. Not a problem. It is, it is a pleasure on my part as much as anything else. How, how's your day going so far? I guess it's just getting started, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The morning coffee hasn't kicked in yet, so <laughs> day hasn't started officially.
2: Yeah. Got any big plans I, today?
0: Yeah. Gym. Oh. It's my weekend, so I got gym, t- gym training yeah. to catch up on and a little celebration. I just got given our permanency at the school I work at, so they can't fire me anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which Congratulations.
2: is nice. Amazing. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. What am I up to today? I've got uh year 27, isn't it? Yeah. First official day is being 27 years old, which is nice. Um, and I've got lunch with my mum. Nice, wholesome.
1: That is lovely, lovely. So your yeah. birthday today or the day yesterday? Oh, uh, yesterday. Happy birthday for yesterday, then you're Thank someday. you.
2: Yeah,
0: I know.
1: i'm 37 so i've got 10 years on you
2: Uh,
0: that's still young right yeah it's still in the in the age group of young
1: yeah yeah, you're not hot and all that right yeah yeah exactly all (laughs) right well gents congratulations on the release of the new ep mosaic um i have to ask how you feeling and how so far bear in mind it's very early days how have you found a response Mm. so far
2: pretty good like everyone's loving it so far which has been very validating
0: yeah it's been very nice like all the comments on it that have come up have been incredibly positive um like yourself included we really loved the review you did the other day Mm. um yeah uh pale blood is weirdly the the low flyer that everyone's slowly starting to be like that's that's the song
2: i had a feeling it would be Yeah. yeah i'm
0: using it as a unit of measurement to travel distance in the car like how many times through that song does it take me to get to someone's house it was three here, wasn't three it? Three here. Three yeah. Pearl Bloods to your house. Excellent.
1: Why that song, do you think, in specifically?
2: Oh, I think it's, like, not only, I think, the reference to Bloodborne, which is a universally loved game, yes. but also, I don't know, I think it's very much like...
0: It's got that old school, like, post-rock, post-grunge vibe, which Yeah, I think, I think most people have the soft spot for growing up. Yeah probably on triple M or something like the main rage radio station yeah. over here.
2: I think it plays a lot to our strengths as well. Like not only with like the dynamics of Liam, who's our um, lead guitarist, like he's a freak and he's like yeah. done it so well. And then like our complimenting vocals as well, you were doing mostly cleans and I think I only do um, screams and that stuff yeah. as well. So I think playing to our strengths and really putting our best foot forward on that and like giving the suspense around not releasing it as a single as well mm. so we knew like, well, i had a feeling it was going to be one of the more popular
0: ones and it's, it's the one my mum likes and yeah. mum does not like screamo
2: no so if someone's mom <laughs> can like it anyone can love it
0: <clears throat>
1: that's an interesting barometer because some
0: would argue that if your mother likes it then you're doing something wrong
2: uh,
0: no she heard it and it was it was funny i did like a little proud moment i like mom you gotta listen to this i sat my family down put it on the, the giant speakers. There was like TMS. I was like, there's a lot of screaming. It's catchy, but it's a lot of screaming. Uh, gogglehead. Mom's like, it's cool. It reminds me of Fall Out Boy in Green Day. Like her oh. understanding of what pop punk is. And like, that's cool. And we get to the Pale Blood and she's like, I like this one. I don't know why, but I like this one. I'm okay with the screams in this one.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, like, sh- okay. I showed my brother the songs and he's like, this one's really good. I was like, oh, well, that means something.
0: My brother likes um, somewhat of a scientist because- it reminds him of a country song, and he's a big country bumpkin. Right. So he's like, I could play this at a rodeo if I wanted to. I'm like, it's like a, right. <laughs> It's like a complice salt, like half yeah. compliment, half insult. I liked it.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you're still feeling quite enthusiastic about it, because obviously at this stage, when you've effectively lived with uh, these tracks, for such a probably a lengthy period of time, listening to them over and over again, working on them and readjusting things, there's a sense that you could potentially get sick of hearing them for a while until it's released and you get to play them live and it reinvigorates them but you still seem quite really enthusiastic about uh, your your music
2: yeah i think it was also liam because we were i was going around showing people the tracks as soon as we got the master versions yeah, back Yeah,
0: we were both Joy and i were being naughty we kept leaking it
2: yeah it <laughs> was friends. like show them a bit of a song and like the singles that we we're releasing and but like you can't keep going around showing people. It's like well maybe maybe you should shut of, up
0: one of my mates held us held me to ransom he's like uh, <laughs> if you're not nice to me this weekend andrew i will leak the thing i was like you won't you won't oh it's like going back in time it'll pop up in limewire or something and have to download yeah. It. yeah with the 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 virus behind it oh, what, absolutely. what virus do you think would be on one of our songs on limewire oh god all I- right i don't even know i hope it just like has like a little pirate that dances in the corner of your screen like, i think that's you can't the, get rid of it
2: yeah it's the most wholesome virus there is like you cannot get rid of it but it's, but it's just constantly there no matter what screen you're on
0: anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you guys what do you guys value more Then bear in mind of course there's not been a ton of responses because it's still early days but as they come in what do you value more the kind of press reviews you get so websites, magazines, and so on, or the feedback that you get from your fans, so your comments, and just general chatter on social media, or are they equally important to you?
2: I think a nice blend of both Yes. Yeah. pretty good. Um, like, obviously, reviews help a lot mm. in the sense of, like, getting yourself out there and stuff, but also like I love getting feedback from people being like, this is really good, you guys have done so well, you're progressing so much, and that's like, very heartwarming to hear all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying. We were a bit worried that people were going to be um, confused, like with how sonically, I guess diverse it is. It's not mm. super diverse, but it is. It's like pop punk into like emo yeah. counterparts. these screamo into like everyone keeps calling like an Incubus meets Hoover kind of rock <laughs> thing for Pale Blood. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but everyone's been like, that's awesome. Yeah. And we were terrified, like people are going to be like, no, this is weird. Mm. But like you yourself in your your review and a bunch of my mates like this rules. It's yeah. different, it keeps me entertained. We love it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, yeah. When you came my way, there was a one-word description for you that I generally which I don't really get. And I've got think I've got a pretty good handle on genres and stuff like that. But easy core, easy core mm. is something I really <laughs> can't quite get my head around.
0: It's just pop punk that's super influenced by hardcore and metal. Yeah. It's it's energetic it's got the breakdowns it's got the yells mm. it's it's someone that grew up with green day and metallica and couldn't decide between the two
2: yeah it's, it's I that's a really that's bad a way, way of
0: describing it i think
2: my favorite description of a genre was hardcore party punk yeah we can be called
0: party party hardcore by this one dude he's like you guys are party core cool. I'm like all right we'll take it right. that's fine
2: it's like back in like um early 2010s when everyone had their own genre like Pissavel had Mexicore. Yep. Grizzly core grizzly uh. No, no, cool. I'll take Joey Cole.
1: Keep something like that in the back so you later on down further down the line yeah. when super super successful, you can then copyright that shit and uh run mm. away with the money on that front.
2: I I yeah, I,
1: yeah, I get it though, guys, because ultimately Grizzly Shark does have a very unique sound. One that is hard to categorize into genres, and as much as we don't want to, everything's got a slot somewhere, if mm. even just for descriptive terms, but it is yeah. that important for you guys to not only just challenge yourselves when it comes to what you do and the blend of genres that you bring to the table, but also the fans. So someone that's coming to listen to you, maybe for the first time, even if it's just a single, doesn't can't quite get a bead on exactly who you are and potentially has
0: to continue to listen on. Um, yeah, it was, we, we were really decisive with uh, which singles we put forward first, because obviously if we start with like a blatantly pop-punk one, it's confusing if we follow it up then with like here's an emo metalcore-y post hardcore callback to 2010. Yeah. Um. So that's what we went with TMS. It's like this feels like the middle ground song. It's a bit poppy. It's a bit heavy. It's very emo and sad boy music.
2: Yeah. Like that early 2010s vibe. Like yeah. Said, like yeah. We could definitely cash in on that eventually.
0: Yeah. So it's it's a challenge trying to figure out what goes where, but mm. we like we like writing what we write. It's mm. we don't. I think we get bored if we write the same genre
2: oh absolutely i
0: i would get bored lyrically i find it boxed in like pop punk's fun to write lyrically but then it's like no nah, i can't write about like bloodborne in a pop punk song i can't write yeah. about some of this hectic stuff in a pop punk song and it work and then Liam will be like i've been listening to like dennis kevin dennis here's a swan call riff yeah <laughs> and then we'll write that yeah. and put a grizzly shark take on it
2: Or well, like literally um when we're doing tms yeah, it was like, like do you do you know the story behind TMS, like the name TMS? Elaborate, I may do, but I don't um can't quite remember so now Everyone had their own theory.
0: It was and either it was weirdly they, they thought we were being very naughty about yeah, they, everyone
2: right. kept thinking it was like too much sex or like something, something along
0: that line, and it like... was tiny moving sharks. Yeah, because, because um
2: yeah. yeah, because Liam had been listening to a bunch of tiny moving parts, mm. and because of the grizzly shark, like to call it. Tiny moving sharks,
0: and then he came back with the midwestern riff, and we're like, "Yeah, that works. Yeah, (laughs) let's do it." And it was fantastic, awesome,
1: awesome. I think people's minds automatically go there when they see an abbreviation and presume it's going to be something naughty. Hence, why you abbreviated it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's good fun. Well, take me back to
1: the early days of the formation of Mosaic. What did your original vision look like, and how close to that vision is the final thing?
0: I don't think there was a vision it was here's a collection of songs we should record as an EP yeah I and think then we would change a million times yeah
2: we were trying to come up with something like kind of like individual and unique but eventually we landed on Mosaic because a lot of the singles on this are quite different from each other like you've got TMS which is like our riffy kind of how would you describe it? It's like, it's
0: the big boy. It's the main boy.
2: It's the main boy. And then, What's the Plan? Gogglehead is very much leaning into more of that easy core vibe. Mm. And then, There's No Way in Quarantine is that movie. It's the callback
0: to the post hardcore. Yeah.
2: And then, um,
0: Pale Blood is just. When I get my way. When, when you I'm get your way. When you're allowed to do things. whatever
2: you want. Yes. And then, I'm um, something of a scientist. It's just blatant Tony Hawk pro skater 2 vibes. So yeah, and then we eventually like landed on Mosaic because it is like a collection of different things coming together to create one big image. So yeah, yeah, it just, it worked out really well for us.
1: So you never really had a plan back then. It was just, mm-hmm. let's see what works for us. And then what- yeah, we, yeah. did you even have like a, a sort of set? All right, we want it to be four tracks, five tracks, six tracks and
2: so
0: on. We, we came from like releasing nothing but singles where it's just yeah. like, the one song, the plan is entirely based on this one song.
2: Well, our first release, which was like two,
0: two singles. Two singles. Mike. But even then, that was just like, here's two songs. Um, yeah. But I think it's been a learning curve because as we went through, we're like, what is our plan? What are we doing with this? Um, and so for whenever we do whatever's next, it's probably going to be a lot more planning that we've learned to do through this
2: yeah um and we're not sure what our next plan is going to be. Like, no. I don't know what the hell I'm doing tomorrow, but we're so.
0: we're very, very good at coming up with things at the last minute and just yeah. running with it. We're, yeah it's become a skill
2: was there anything
1: particularly different when you were now focusing on an e p rather than just a collection of singles um was there anything that was different this time round when it came to writing and recording?
0: uh, making sure things were somewhat cohesive hmm. I think. Some of our other singles were if you put them on this EP with the other songs, they they fit a little, but not really. And right. this one were like, okay, this song is on an EP with a bunch of other songs. It can't be, sorry, insanely left to field. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to stick out like an absolute sore thumb. Yeah. Um, I'm Trying to tie everything together thematically mm. with lyrics was like, it was int- like having that in the back of my head as we wrote. So I can't go totally stupid. It's like five songs. I can't have anything too wild or too silly. If they- I've got, if it's following a song that's really uh, emotionally heavy, mm. it was interesting. It was yeah. a learning process. It
2: really was.
1: Was there anything where you surprised yourselves that EG something that you never even considered or something you didn't think you were going to be particularly do be able to do strong that you found, wow, we were able to do this as a unit. Oh, when it came to this EP.
0: Hit the high notes in TMS. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of high notes. And originally I was just like sing screeching it. And I was like, that sounds all right. And our producer goes, that sounds crap. Yeah. Better. Let's do it again. Go practice. Yeah. And now I've been practicing my butt off. I can do it. Yeah. Which is awesome because I've just been lazy with it. Yeah. And then pale, the right pale blood
2: as well was a bit of a pain as well. Because... Yeah.
0: It's like we realized there's like this one, one or two notes in my register between mixed uh, uh, chest voice and mixed voice, which neither register can get. So one of the notes in pale blood is in that register. Yeah. So I had to figure out a way to kind of cheat it so we we figured it out we figured it out and it sounds really cool live which will be cool for people to see how we do that Mm -hmm. live we're excited to show people that yeah
1: because that's the thing studio and live two quite two very different yeah
0: like I I can sit there a million times and warm up to the, the studio live I gotta get it or go home
1: yeah how much an influence then because it always is the elephant in a room these days, how much of an influence has the pandemic period had, not just on Grizzly Shark, but the creation of Mosaic?
0: Oh, It, was, it slowed us
2: down. It slowed us yeah, quite a bit, um, not only on the fact of like actually recording things, but then also other people being busy because of lockdowns and other COVID stuff, and then commitments being changed because someone else is isolated, and then they have to move their schedule around, so a lot of the time it was not waiting on everyone else, but we just got, we got pretty impatient for a, bit, yeah. a period of time.
0: I think we lost a bit of momentum. We, uh, we did a lot of writing Yeah, that we didn't, we didn't do anything in the public eye. Like we yeah. built up some uh, momentum from our last batch of singles and we had a Sydney show booked and it's been, the, the show has been moved five times due to lockdown. So we still have it, but three years later, um, but we just stopped in a kind of, sucked when we realized we'd fallen out of the the limelight a bit from what we were and we had to be like all right we got to get that back because we haven't done anything COVID bummed us out so oh yeah phrase it like a child yeah
2: and it's weird like trying to come up with a way to use social media to
0: boost us up a bit because when got you got three three dudes that do not like being in the public eye on social media as well. Yeah. yeah. It
2: was it was super weird because like, obviously the main go-to was like, oh, we'll do memes and comedy. But then also everyone else is doing that. So mm. it was a little bit difficult to kind of differentiate ourselves from other local bands that were doing that as well. Trying
0: to. Just realizing you're not that funny either.
2: Yeah. That's, you, you, I think that's the awesome most heartbreaking No one heart reacts it. Part. Yeah. It's Sad. devastating. Like. It, it just a normal like? No thanks. <laughs> I want a love react, a carry act, or a haha react,
0: or at least an angry act. At least show an me that I, I've, I've rustled your Jimmy's a little bit. Yeah, we- Jimmy's better be rustled. <laughs> Did it help in a
1: weird way that you weren't alone in this situation? That everyone from the smallest, most local band in the entire world to the giants of the scene. Nobody could do anything and nobody knew quite what to do at first. The tentative steps into social media and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and try to push yourselves on that. It took a little while for the music industry to adjust. So you weren't alone.
0: No, No, it was, it was interesting because you'd see people on the same fence as us being like, well, what the hell do we do? Or being like, Oh, we'll just take some time to write. And other people just capitalizing on it to some degree. There were some bands in Australia that just came out of the woodworks in COVID, like they were a yeah. COVID-formed band, like a paperweight from Melbourne, yeah. Um, who were just blowing up, blowing up into the the pop punk scene. Mm. Um, I mean, it benefited us. We had Alan Day had time from our four years strong to do producing, yeah. Um, which we capitalized on, which was a little fangirl moment. Yeah, it helped yeah. us out quite a bit as well. I think
2: kind of giving us that push to be better as well. Like we have a like someone we look up to musically. Like helping us out. It's like, all right, we gotta like kick our butts into gear.
0: Yeah. 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 So we uh we sent him the song, he came back with us and he made these changes. We just did not think of doing. Yeah. Um, his whole thing was like, there's no dynamics in, in this song. You've gone balls to the wall for three minutes straight, which is awesome. But I uh, stopped listening after two minutes yeah. because it was just the same energy. And we're like, huh. Uh, we didn't even think of that. We yeah. were just So in the zone of banging in your head and yelling for three minutes.
2: Keep everyone moving the whole time.
0: So that was, that added a new perspective on our writing.
2: Yeah.
1: Was it easy to kind of swallow that kind of um, advice slash criticism? Because ultimately you are a band and all bands have a certain level of ego.
2: No. I think you've got a certain level of ego. No. No,
0: it's
2: all right. We, um, no, I think we're all pretty... It was a shock. Oh, absolutely, yeah. His
0: process where he sends you the file that he tweaked with first then he goes, sit on it. We'll do a call in like a day or two and we'll discuss it. And mm-hmm. he has like, he actually, you know, went through it musically. So it's not just him going, I just like it this way. Yeah. Um. But the first listen through of it was like, what have you done to my baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you sit on it and you learn to love it. I think we had a few other ones that he he helped on where... We didn't quite like everything he did, but there was a lot of stuff we did like. Um, but TMS, the first one was just like, no, we backed everything he did. Yeah, This was amazing.
1: Oh, I'm glad it worked out so well. And the end result does speak for itself, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. We hope so. I, I think so. Yeah. So go back to the pandemic thing then. Do you think you coped as well as you possibly could? And do you feel that Grizzly Shark as a unit and as, as individual musicians, that you are stronger for it as we stand now in 2022?
0: I think we handled it pretty poorly, if I'm brutally honest. We uh, Yeah. We like we wrote songs, but we kind of got all sooky and just stopped doing anything. Mm. Yeah. Um, we almost lost our drummer. Yeah. But COVID, COVID saved him. He was going to go to Canada for a working holiday for a year. Mm. Oh, God. And then COVID hit. So he, he's got stuck here and he has to be in our band now. He's stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no I think we learned a lot about like ourselves and and how we operate as a band and it gave us some time to like actually reflect and call each other out on some like yeah. bullshit that that we had like in running the band because it's mm. like well we're not in write song rehearse song record song play song mode we actually have time to be like you're being a pain in the butt yeah whenever you do this and you do this frequently and then they'll be like well in that case you do this as well as all the dirty laundry came out we're able to address it
2: yeah which is good yeah it's very good i think we really needed that because it was very much like we were so focused on like trying to pump out as much as we could in as little time as possible and also like kind of letting things slide like let them get past us but yeah like you said with this time that we have like that we had during lockdowns and COVID and stuff it was like we could address a lot of things that needed to be addressed
1: it's a constantly working relationship you know a band is yeah. a business as much as it is normally, um, the relationship part of things as well mm. uh, yeah. so I guess only like it, like a marriage you just got to kind of keep trucking along sometimes row and get it out and hopefully it all works out
0: mm. <laughs> I, yeah. got,
2: I got married during COVID so there you go I I know we
0: we capitalized on your wedding by taking a band shot all dressed up in suits and stuff and sent it out as Christmas cards. Yeah, and
2: it works so great. Like one of the um Great Yeah, Chris bars. In Brisbane, he's got they've got um one of our photos because I we wrote just like weird random crap on, on the
0: back. back followed by Merry Christmas Love Grizzly Shark. It's like, like, was it, Chris- don't do bath salts, it was like Merry Christmas yeah, Love Grizzly Shark.
2: Merry Christmas and re- always remember don't <laughs> punch kids from Grizzly Shark. Decent advice. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I can't argue with that. So, I mean, you've been able to clearly as individuals pull positives out of that period. But if you could Mm. point out one particular positive thing from the Grizzly Shark perspective, the band
0: perspective, what might you go to? We wrote TMS. Yeah? Yeah. I I was living with Liam, our guitarist, for, for two years of the pandemic, and just him and I sitting there and just bouncing ideas off each other. Mm. Um, like, cause we couldn't go anywhere. Some, mm. some weeks um, was good. I mm. think it forced us to write better. So we had the time to sit down and do it. Um, I would say that's the positive. We upped our writing game. Um, due to the extra time we had. Mm. Yeah. It's a common theme, you know, um, almost everybody,
1: we've spoken to over the past couple of years via zoom in these COVID interview styles, time always seems to be the biggest benefit for everybody when it comes to releases. Um, It's been a bit of a sort of shock moment, I think, because normally obviously cycles of releases, you kind of got tight, do this by this time. So you kind of have that um, end goal that didn't exist. So I'm not surprised that it helped you guys as well. Mm. You touched upon this already. I will come back to it. So, the other elements of being in a band. It's not just about writing music and getting out there and then performing it. It's a business. you got to do lots and lots of other things, including social media, online presence at all times. Slaves to the algorithm. So, you've implied you do not enjoy this aspect of things. But I guess more importantly that, is it an area that you think you're getting stronger at?
2: Or is it just something I think you avoid? I think we're finding the correct buzzwords to hit, um, okay. especially with posts.
0: We need to get better at TikTok. or oh, more consistent at TikTok. Yeah,
2: as much as like you hate to admit, TikTok is one of the more influential <laughs> platforms at the moment, and mm. like it can be so cringe sometimes. Like I hate like this is my biggest pet peeve with TikTok and bands on TikTok is when they're singing along to their own songs, like in the cringy like lip-syncing way. It, Do
0: you not sing along to it our
2: songs? Burns my <laughs> piss. i can't take credit for that saying one of the um girls at my work says that but it's one of my favorite things burns my piss that bands will do that it's just like ah get a life like i think our way to go about it would be doing like player threes of our songs like just on instruments and kind of talking about our gear and just kind of appealing
0: to we do want to be singing in the shower (sighs) only if it's full nudity no i've we'll, never been naked in my life we'll talk about it <laughs> we have we have a list of tiktok ideas as yeah. well we just don't yeah do anything with it because i don't know it always for us it's always felt weird mm. and no one in our bands to do that goes oh i'm out of social that something cool is happening do it again i'll film it none of us are like that it yeah. happens we enjoyed the moment it's gone no one's phone was in sight and yeah. because of that We suck at it. Like, individually, I think we're all right at posting to our own pages with dumb crap. Oh, yeah. I had some story the other day to hype the EP where, because I'm a very, I'm a short man. Mm -hmm. I went to the shops to buy some new shoes and the students were giving me shit and they didn't have any in the men's sizes for me. So I had to go to the kids section.
1: Okay. (laughs) And then at the end
0: of this post about me being embarrassed, I was like, also pre-saved the thing. And it got like a ton of interaction. But on the band page, band accounts were like, can't be too silly yeah we can't be too serious so what do we do
2: thanks for sticking with us through the pandemic we really appreciate it it's like on the back page, exo exo much love gossip shark yeah <laughs> gossip shark.
1: it is a difficult balance to get because normally you, you do people do want to see your personalities they do want to know you exist as yeah. a human being yeah. But ultimately as well, you're pers- you people and you've got personal lives. And the moment you start putting yourself out there, um, mm-hmm. there are pitfalls everywhere. So uh, I don't have the answer. You clearly don't. I have not met anybody who does. Whatever the perfect way to do it is or how to do it, uh, whoever comes up with that is going to, I guess, make a lot of money.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking at algorithms, it's just weird. Yeah. It just never makes sense. We uh, started posting... What was it all the stuff for gogglehead mm. Mm. and we had more interactions from old like 40 year old metalheads that were saying we suck yeah than anyone we designed the ads to, to target and yeah. it was like huh would have thought someone in the pop punk scene would have been like this is awesome not some guy yeah. that clearly doesn't like it oh we got that Hell, weird man guy oh. just saying that we are dumb asses for writing pop punk and that really? we really don't read yeah, it was yeah. funny because you've got in the band a social worker. So really smart dude. Myself at high school, English teacher. And he's like, you guys don't read. That's why you guys suck. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read nonstop Shakespeare for a unit to pass my degree. Yeah. I still reckon we should do like a Midwestern
2: emo song where we read back his messages in the oh, song. Didn't and you just- do that
0: rehearsal once? We, uh, yeah we yeah. did do that
2: like um, Liam was playing like a midwestern riff just like randomly playing and I was like in that whiny voice like pop punk isn't genre a of meaning yeah <laughs> that's there's your TikTok videos yeah Oy. what are you doing after this ah uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so guys. Talking bigger picture here. One of the things we often hear when we talk to Australian bands uh, is that while the scene over there is incredible and very very competitive, it can often be quite difficult to break out of the country. Mm. Ultimately, the world is big. Um, what do you guys feel you have to do to get the Grizzly Shark
2: name spread far and wide? I don't know. I mean, Starting OnlyFans. fans, no. Um, only bands. Only bands. Only fans. There you go. That's only how
0: bands, we make our yeah. millions. We start a new act.
2: It has to be. But like you guys are filmed.
0: I um I don't know. I remember, you know, you growing up and you're like, you know, Amity Affliction and Parkway like the top of their game in Australia. Mm. And finding out they're like mid to low tier fans over mm. overseas. Like Parkway obviously is huge now. Yeah. But you know, when I was wild. coming out of high yeah, it was like they the, they will se- you put them headliner here and they will sell out a festival in an arena um with other bands obviously but mm. in america they're like the opening act on a tour for like yeah. really big bands but you're like huh weird
2: yeah it's like seeing bands that i like especially early 20 like 2010s like listening to bands i thought were well, like a huge deal because they had reached australia musically and i was like this is sick and then when they announced the show for australia it's like they're the opening support it was like
0: just what? like when like we have Powderfinger or had Powderfinger in, in Brisbane, which was like the Brisbane band, like an yeah. old school pub-rocky band, just like that that band. I don't know how to spell yeah, it. Yeah, feel good, good. feel good Pub Rock. Feel like, Good Pub Rock. And they were the band in Australia. They are revered to this day in Australia. Mm. And you talk to anyone overseas, they're like, I vaguely heard the name. And they yeah. are the they're iconic here. Like, your mum knows this band and listens to the band. Your baby cousin knows this band for some reason, even though they've been broken up since before they were your born. Your
2: auntie's cousin's roommate who lived to you for a day that in college.
0: Oddly specific, you never went to college. That's why oh.
2: I said someone else's oh. uncle cousin yeah. went to college. I need one to listen. Yeah. yeah, That's all right. <laughs> but yeah. But like... yeah it's,
0: I don't have an answer for that. I mm. like, Polaris is playing outside. I think it's just,
2: yeah, Polaris are doing it well, and Alpha Wolf as well. Yeah.
0: They're killing it. I think you just need to have the right contacts, plug in the right spots. It's probably that social media side of it as well, like just being friends mm. with everyone, so that that one guy you're friends with in the states goes, "Oh, I like this," shares it, and then his mate shares it. Yeah, and then that one mate his doesn't like it, says something bad, but then his mate shares it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have an answer. It's probably something beyond my knowledge. It's
2: it's really who you know. Like, it, it does help a lot. Mm. It does,
1: but talent helps a lot as well. And you guys are doing some awesome, awesome work. And it's just about spreading the word as much as possible. If someone's yeah. sitting here watching or listening to this interview right now, hopefully the idea is after this, they will go and put Mosaic on and then they will become a fan. That is the plan. It's the idea of doing everything. like This is why you get stuck mm-hmm. in these press circles, talking to people like me over in the UK at half midnight. Oh,
0: Late. Good yeah, stuff. but I've been. At, I've been at, keeping i you up, I,
1: man. I was at work until like eleven o'clock, so I'm wired, man. I'll be up to like four or five in the morning. So don't worry about me. <laughs> Picture a scene. It's ten years down the line, and <clears throat> you're super successful, more than you currently are. Um, everybody knows who you are. You look back on Mosaic as a turning point in your career. What would you hope its legacy would be?
2: The legacy. Mm i think like yeah. i would like to think like that's how you kind of reboot yourself a little bit because a lot of our earlier stuff was more leaning into that pop punky kind of sound and like kind of actually showing that like you know any band can change their sound while still having their core values
0: i really hope it becomes a a, a weird jarring note for people um as we've become a, a four-piece orchestral jazz band by that <laughs> stage um Playing the classics, <laughs> like the impression that I get by the Mighty Boston. Oh, <laughs> we are oh, the. Still, man. We I'm all, ready, yeah. Man. yeah,
2: no, we'll do, we'll do, um, uh, Peaches by the Presidents of the United yeah. States of America. I
0: don't know. I, I really hope that there's like that, you know, that one song that is just the one that everyone goes back to. You know, if if we were a band for ten years and we're doing really well, mm. I want that to be the one where everyone goes. If you listen to that old stuff. That's the
2: one. Yeah. Or like I hope it's
0: pale Blood. Or
2: like we get bigger, do bigger shows, and we do that encore thing where you like go off stage and then you play three more songs. And the first song back for the encore is one of those songs that everyone's like, yeah.
0: I want Dave Grohl to cover Pale blood
2: Dave Grohl would be sick. I want
0: it to be at the point where Dave Grohl, the last time he ever records. Wait, he's gonna live yeah. longer than 10 years. Yeah. Good Good one it.
2: of one of the last songs. I mean Dave Grohl's essentially my dad, so he is.
0: But in I case hope that he covers yeah. it, that would be, I think that'd be cool for like someone big to look back at the old songs and be like, this is, yeah. this is the song that I put really sharp on the map. Yeah.
2: Since we're on the topic, I did play with Foo Fighters in 2018. Oh so there you go. Hey. Got on stage at Suncoop yeah. Stadium in Brisbane. Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. I, I, I I'm, you, you, you guys make so many jokes. I'm, I'm now lost about what's what serious or not. Oh, Please, this one is, story. Story. No, this one is
0: real. No, this one is, legit. is a joke. This one is, he got on stage, with Dave Grohl, played Monkey Ranch, played it really well, and it was really cool. Hold up. Here we go.
2: Oh,
1: I think I've seen, have I, I felt like this is really familiar now.
0: Yeah. Well, on, let's kind of started the trend of people starting to do, can I play Monkey Ranch? Can I play Monkey Ranch? Oh, that's Because yeah. after that, like a million people did it around the world on that tour. Yeah. That's amazing. What an
2: incredible yes. So i did that first and then yayo from texas he's honestly a sweetheart we message each other all the time and he's incredible the ep yet i don't know yet i need to hit him up you should hit him up yeah i should should. but um yeah no i started that so i'm pretty big deal (laughs) just saying
1: Guys, okay, got one more for you then. Um, and it's a look, it's basically a look ahead and really about your ambitions more than anything else. So, right now, what does the rest of 2020 kind of look like for you, planning wise, and what you're thinking about? And what's a realistic goal you'd like to achieve in 2023?
0: We've got a bunch of shows coming up, so we, uh-huh. we're playing with Reset Signals on two of their shows, so Grizzly mm. and the Gold Coast. Amazing, we're sorting out an EP launch, excuse me um we're hoping to play interstate Mm. Got a few more music videos coming out um one of which is the classic post-release and one of which is just a project i've had for ages Mm. always thought it'd be cool if jim henson's dark crystals monsters were put in a horror movie Mm -hmm. instead of being like creepy looking in a family movie yeah make it a horror movie so i'm like let's do that all right. Um, we've been in chats with band, these two bands, uh, Clay J Gladstone and Drastic Park, about doing an East Coast tour, um, and just doing that like the the classic boys, summer yeah. boys of summer, It's the boys of summer. It has it's to the be the boys of summer tour. That's it now. Um, sure it is, and just doing that, just like doing a little East Coast run with mm. some other absolutely amazing bands that all have that frantic, chaotic energy that we do. Yeah. Amazing. And yeah, that's that's the goal.
2: Yeah, I think there's still like there's a venue in Brisbane called the Fortitude Music Hall, and I would just I would love to play there just for funsies. I think it'll be a sick I show. I don't care if
0: no one's there.
2: I didn't even care either. I just want to play there. Yeah. But also like just yeah, like just doing a tour, like having fun on the east coast. Like there's it's so- really all about just like having fun with a lot of people there's, and
0: sharing as much as you can. There's something weirdly enjoyable about being stuck in a van with everyone and not being able to move. Yeah, and sleeping in a tiny room with everyone.
2: Like, we shared a bed once, numerous times. I always draw on that.
0: There's always like you get a room for five, and it's the one double bed. And it's like, who's partnering up with Andrew because Andrew doesn't mind sharing a bed? At least it's a double bed. If it's a single bed, a bit of a problem. Yeah, Uh, room to roll. Yeah, yeah, it's all but yeah, tour. playing playing a cool venue getting a support slot for a touring band would be cool that would be cool that'd be sick
2: like even like just the usual local support which isn't happening much at the moment but we'll bring it back we'll be the local support for every other band
0: Mm.
1: so basically first things first conquer Australia and then the world afterwards right
2: yeah
0: we'll hire the emus Antarctica's next
2: Antarctica is next the penguins we'll see how New Zealand goes you join that short list of
1: bands that have played it. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to do this.
2: No, thank you. Thank you very
0: much, man. I really appreciate
1: it. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbl.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel, where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?